Do you know which social media platform gives you the most return on your time investment? Pool industry marketing expert Brett Abbott explains. Plus, he tells you how to build your positive reviews online and the path to dealing with the negative ones. Stay tuned for another episode of the Pool Pro Podcast. Welcome back to the Pool Pro Podcast. I'm Dave Rockwell with my co-host. Michelle Cavanaugh. Good morning. And today we're very fortunate to have with us Brett Abbott. He's a social media and uh, marketing expert. Uh, Brett, why don't we start with uh, having you tell us a little bit about your background and, and what you do? Welcome, sure. Brett. Why, thank you, Michelle. Thank you, Dave. Uh, both appreciate uh, Glad to be here. Uh, my first time on the Pool Pro podcast. So, um, so I've been in the pool industry for about 15 years. I was originally an engineer working in the high-tech industry and sales and marketing and all kinds of fun stuff. And then I, about 18 years ago, I decided to open my own agency. And then about 15 years ago, I decided to fire all my other clients and work exclusively in the swimming pool industry. So I've been doing that now for about 15 years. Work predominantly with builders, but an awful lot with service companies as well, especially since a lot of builders uh, also have service departments. So uh, yeah, I'm dabbling a little bit in retail, but boy, that's just a retail is a nightmare that I just don't want to mess with. <laughs> going <laughs> a restaurant never ends, you know. So, we hear you. But anyway, so I do uh, marketing, uh, it just just about anything and everything that will help a pool business owner succeed. That's what I tend to focus on. And social media is one of these things. But I'm going to tell you, I'm a contrarian when it comes to social media. All right. Okay. Tell you that what a lot of what you've heard is not good advice. And that's why the title of my presentation is social media can help, but you're probably doing it wrong. So we'll, we'll talk about what's wrong and what's right. And so that'd and, be great. And my promise is this, when we're done, it's going to be a whole lot easier for you, the business owner, than you, than you might've thought, than what everybody told you before. Forget that. It's a lot easier than you think. That's good news, Brett. That is good news. And that's probably what <laughs> keeps a lot of us from uh, getting more involved in it is because we're, we're afraid it's going to be too time consuming. If we do it inconsistently, then we can do ourselves more harm than good. Right. Um, so I'm very pleased to have you walk us through the right way to do this. Roger that. I'll jump in now. Can you see my screen? Yep. All right. Except for the folks yeah. that are out there cleaning pools, they, uh, they can't see it, but that's all right. Uh, so social media, I'm going to talk about the do's and the don'ts. First, the do's, some basic fundamental. This is the real easy concept to remember whatever you're putting on social media. And for the moment, I'm talking about organic social media. There's also advertising on social media, and there are certain benefits there, and we'll talk about that too. But for now, I want to focus first and foremost, good old-fashioned social media, organic stuff. So whenever you're posting something, you want to imagine that you're at a dinner party, okay? If you wouldn't say it at a dinner party, you probably shouldn't say it online. If you're at a dinner party with your neighbors, you should be interesting, you should be conversational, you should be active you know you don't want to be sitting there in a corner doing nothing and you should be helpful right so and be sincere and uh okay and be basically be human right just be a nice person sitting at the table chatting with everybody else that's it's that's how to do it's not about bragging about yourself because that's uh 
Well, that, that's an example of the don'ts. Let's, that was it on the do's. Do be interesting conversational and be human. Some of the don'ts, don't be a salesperson. This is the classic mistake. Good friend of mine that I had to bust his chops when he did this one some years ago. He's a builder out of Arizona. He said, it's going to be hot soon in our little corner of paradise. Now's the time to get your pool constructed so you can get all summer long. You know, he got his headphone and everything. It's like, he's like a radio DJ. It's time to give me a call so I can get to the pool. Like, no, that's not. If you were at a dinner party, they'd say, don't invite this guy again. <laughs> so don't be trying to sell stuff. Now, don't get me wrong. There are certain situations where you can sell, but it needs to be because you're helping your friend. If it's self-serving, you're going to bomb. Another important concept, don't overshare. For the people who can't see, I've got a funny little cartoon. It shows a guy showing off his high-tech toilet to some guests. He says, when I flush this baby, it automatically posts on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. So <laughs> that's too much information, all right? It, we don't need to tell them everything. Just don't get carried away. Uh, here's another important thing, especially for you to, to tell your marketing people if they're making this mistake, don't send people away. One of the great things about social media is that it can get your visibility up for free and then people discover you and come to your website. Well, a lot of people, uh, and uh, maybe I'm just gonna, I'm gonna badmouth the marketing industry for a minute here, okay? Because here's what happened. When social media first came on, on the scene about 10 years ago, all the marketing folks would go, wow, this is it. This is the next generation. Websites are going away. It's all gonna be social media, you know, advertising. It's everything's dead. Everything is gonna be only social media. They got carried away. And then whatever is out there, you gotta be doing everything. No, no, you don't. In fact, you probably shouldn't. And so some of them fell into this trap of on the website. Well, you gotta put all your social media on your website so people can get to that. Well. I don't mind if people want to go to your social media site, that's fine, but don't encourage them to leave your website. I mean, the whole point mm. of media is to get them to your website. And if you say, no, no, leave my website and go check out my Facebook page. What are you, idiot? No, no, <laughs> they're in your store. You don't throw them out. It's, it's like, so don't send them away. Uh, and don't expect miracles, you know? Uh, it's not, uh, you're not going to win the lottery. Your, your video is not going to go viral. Don't count on any of that stuff. It's just, it's just some good core level uh, fundamental stuff. Now, what I'm showing on my screen is, uh, what would you say, Dave? This is about uh, 100 different social media uh, groups uh, or operations. Michelle? It's, yeah. It's a bunch. So, so what you need to do is just first get signed up on all of these. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, you don't. Don't assume that all social media are right for you. So we'll, and we'll talk specifically about service. Oh, that's interesting. Look, next door jumped in there, right? Right in the front. So I'm gonna, that, that was a gimme. Now this is, we're gonna play a little guessing game. Now people who can't see the screen will have to guess, but Dave, you go first and then Michelle, Michelle's younger. So she's, she's, she's gonna be better at this. The younger you are, the better you are at social media fact of life okay us old people just need to accept it and deal with it okay so michelle <laughs> we expect you to win so dave you get to guess when i bring up a logo what is this one it's, it looks like an f to me what would that be that's facebook right on facebook how about this one with a g on it something to do with google you are right michelle what's we going to call that one 
I have no idea. Well, it looks kind of like a business, right? This is Google My Business. Oh, that's Google. I don't even know what the icon looked like. I've never seen it. Yeah, that's why you're here on this. I know what Google My Business is, however. That's I will say that. so important to be on these podcasts because you'll go through life not knowing what the Google My Business logo looks like. How about this white triangle on a red background? That's YouTube. That's our go-to. Yay, Dave. Get you some. Yeah. How about this funny little green thing? Hulu. Hulu. Nice try. Is it house? That is house. That is the new logo for house. See, it's kind of, it's an H, a lowercase. Yeah, it's like a house. Yeah. Aren't they? Oh, they're so cute. How about this one? They keep changing it. So this one's tough. I can't see that. Well, I got to move this. Oh. Oh, yes. Let me move that for you. Uh... Uh, that is the, uh, it, it, so it looks, it's a balloon, right? Like someone talking, which is really odd for, because it's actually, neither one of you know this one, right? I don't. Yeah. This is Angie's list. Wow, no yeah, they, clue. Yeah, they changed at one point. It was a gal named Angie, but now uh, <laughs> uh, I guess they fired her. So, uh, well, she retired. She retired, Brett. Yeah, it could be. I'll tell you the. Uh, but Angie's list is very important for the service industry. Okay? Yes. So uh, we we aren't going to ignore that one. How about this little blue bird? What would that be? Twitter. Right on Twitter and the P. Pinterest. Pinterest. Hey, Dave's Dave's crushing it, huh? How about this strange thing? Instagram. Right. Wow, Dave. Hey, wow. And how about this? LinkedIn. One? I N LinkedIn. That is correct. And then, of course, next door. So, uh, good job. I think the only things we struggled with were housing, uh, Google My Oh, Angie's List, of course. I'd, I'd like to go through these one by one. We'll go through them quickly, but just because basically some of them you need to do things with. I shouldn't say need to. You don't need to do anything, but if but here's kind of the overall reason we're even talking about this there are some advantages to taking it to, to to doing some free stuff on social media it can raise your overall visibility like i said before it's not going to work miracles you're not going to go from page 50 on google to page one on google because you started pasting on posting on facebook that's not going to happen it, but it's a little thing you know there's 200 things that google looks at this is one of 200 different things so uh putting it in perspective how to use facebook this is what so for builders uh, and i realize we probably don't have many builders on this call but if you're a builder or if you're doing a big renovation it makes sense to post the project, the work in progress on Facebook and tag the homeowner in the picture. Because when the homeowner is tagged, then they get an email notification that says, hey, you've been tagged in a photo. And they go, what? And they go, look. And even though they're not in the photo, it's their backyard. It's their swimming pool. They know what the heck. Oh, oh that's my pool. So what do they do? They like the photo. And they post the photo on their own page. And they probably say something like, finally getting the pool remodeled. And they're adding a cabana and an outdoor kitchen. I can't wait. And then all their friends say, oh, you bitch, you're so lucky. You know, <laughs> you know, and all this <laughs> chatter back and forth about the project going on in her yard. And uh, so you're not bragging at all. Just saying, well, we're, we're, uh, we're scraping off the old plaster and getting ready to, to replaster tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. They should be swimming again by Sunday whatever that just no bragging just a simple status update and it kind of get it's interesting to the homeowner that's why that makes sense um now Brett, before you move on though don't they have to get some sort of permission um, yes before they do that right so here's well 
the truth is that if your client hasn't liked your Facebook page, then you really can't tag them anyway. You, you can only oh, tag I see. friends. So if it was me, and this is what I tell builders, if I'm, if I'm meeting with a builder, excuse me, if I'm a builder and I'm meeting with a homeowner, I would say, uh, hey, uh, great, looking forward to getting started. Thanks for this check. Baby needs new shoes. We're all excited to have your money and to build your pool. Uh, by the way, are you, uh, have you ever heard of Facebook? Are you on Facebook? And of course, well, sure we are, yeah. Okay, well, if you will like our page, then I'll have my project manager post updates of your project and he'll tag you in it so that you'll get notified. You can be at work and you can see what we're doing even if you're not there. And they say, oh, well, that's a great idea. And if they happen to say, oh, no, I'm a very private person. Well, fine, then we won't do that. Yeah, okay, Most that's a good point. Yeah, now, that, some of us as service companies do do the startups for these builders, and so this is a great uh, chance for us to just take over and and uh, kind of build on the publicity that's already started on this pool. Like this great pool went in, and we're we're doing the start. I mean, I sort of I sort of ride the backs of the builders I work for all the time doing that uh, with their permission and and some of our jobs have strict non-disclosure so we have to be careful but um if you if you go right transfer right into yeah this is a great pool and i know how to start it up that's a great message to send out yes dave excellent suggestion on the startups i really hadn't thought about that because your startup is typically going to take a couple of weeks right a month a month. There you go. So there's a whole lot of, and you're going to visit it more than once or twice. So there's a lot of opportunities for you to do that. But yeah. I'm going to admonish Dave to remember rule number one, don't be a salesperson. Right. So don't brag about, you know, how, uh, hey, it's a good thing we're here. No, just do it like at a dinner party. So here's what I'd say. Uh, I'm really excited to start up this newest pool from ABC Pools right. here in Tempe, Arizona. And uh, so I'll, we'll be, I don't know, we'll be putting the initial chemicals in today and brushing the sides, coming back on Thursday to adjust the, uh, to do the acid or whatever, you know, just, just, just the facts. As soon as you start bragging, people can smell it instantly. It's a turnoff. Just like if we're sitting around at a dinner party and, and I said, Dave, you know, it's really, uh, Michelle, thanks for inviting us over for dinner. Dave, I'm glad you're here because I'd like to talk to you about insurance needs. I'm in a multi-level marketing <laughs> program where, where we can sell uh, life insurance. So would, would, can we have a chat about that now, Dave? I would not invite you back, Brad. Just I don't know about that, but have you heard about Amway? Amway, <laughs> right. See, it's like, uh, there's certain places, just don't go there, right? So, so that's kind of uh, my admonition for Facebook. Again, no, that's a good point. And the, and the way that I do it is, is to, to, um, keep referring back and giving the glory to the builder that this is a spectacular project. I'm just privileged to be able to work on it. This is just a, you know, a, a terrific client and a spectacular pool. And I'm just glad to be here. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm looking forward to the day when they get yep. to swim. Because that's what everybody's waiting for the day. they yeah. swim. Right. Now, if, before I leave Facebook, let me, let me tell you this face. If you're strictly a maintenance company, then, uh, or, or even repairs and maintenance, then Facebook probably isn't your home for social media. It's okay to do it, but there's not a lot to talk about. 
it's kind of like a maid service. You know, if you, if you got a maid service, you know, who wants to say, well, we cleaned up the Smith's house today. Boy, they had one hell of a party last Saturday. <laughs> but we got all those used condoms picked up and all the empty. It's like, no, no, it's, you know, like it's too much information, right? So, so if you're a service company, there's not a lot of leverage unless you're doing right. a startup, great example, or a, a renovation, something that's going to have a, a little bit of chatter. Exception. If you are going to re resurrect a drowned squirrel from the skimmer and give that little guy, uh, you know, uh, uh, CPR and save his life or something else really unusual. Well, that's cool, right? Something interesting and unusual, but just don't brag about, I saved the squirrel and, and they didn't. You know what I'm talking about, right? It was about yeah. last year where well, that was a great story because that was cool. So if you see something really interesting, but don't. If you're just a service company, by just I mean just a maintenance company, don't expect to be able to promote much or, or anything on Facebook. The way most of the service uh, industry uses Facebook is there are a number of groups uh, where pool pool pros interact with each other and say, "Well, have yeah. you ever seen this problem? What happens if you do this?" Yes. Um, which Again, is a great way to use it. That's a great way to use it. Yeah. Showing the animals they fished out of the pool, the poisonous snakes laying around. Yep. Um, so that, that that's generally, there's actually some huge and, and really uh, beneficial communities uh, yes. on, on Facebook. Um, to assist, where, yep. where we all kind of help each other out and try and elevate the industry a little bit by sharing information. Excellent observation, Dave. I agree 100%. Uh, uh, I've seen quite a few of those organizations. In fact, I'm guessing Pool Pro Podcast might have your own group on Facebook. We have a group, Pool Pro. There you yep. go. So, uh, but I will tell you, as a marketing guy, my primary focus is not the educational inside, but what are we going to do with the public? That's right. what, you know, what are we, are we, with regarding your image and promoting your company, um, that's my primary area of focus. And we'll tap Dave on the shoulder when he's got uh, the, the educational side, because that's good stuff. Uh, there's also, you know, with social media with Facebook, if you've got photos on your website, you can let them uh, like the photos. That's a good thing. But uh, I'll tell you, the real power in Facebook right now for any service company, almost any company, advertising in Facebook is uh has turned into a monstrous wonderful animal and the reason is simply be well the side point it's not very expensive but the real advantage is the targeting yep. so if you've decided that your your ideal client is a woman between the ages of 30 and 38 with 2.5 children and she's a fan of britney spears and she's into yoga and you know and she's a member of the PTA or, you know, whatever you want to define, Facebook will find those people for you in that zip code or in that area. So you can really laser target and send your message only to those people that are, uh, are your ideal clients. Just to clarify, we're not talking about advertising to people who like us already. We're talking about reaching out outside of our circle to get other people. So huge advantage for Facebook because you can, well, for example, you would, if, if I'm a service company, I'm only going to try to reach people who own a swimming pool, right? So, and then narrow it down from there and within a certain zip code, et cetera. So 
the and the advertising again for a few hundred dollars a month you'd be surprised how much action you can get especially right now of course in the year 2020 do we even want to advertise i mean aren't most of us just you know the phone's ringing off the hook more than we can handle but if you're ready to try to generate more leads or grow, Facebook advertising is probably one of the best ones out there. I'm moving on now to Google My Business. This will get faster, okay? We spent the yep. most time on it. Google My Business is vitally important for any business, no matter pool industry or otherwise. Everyone should have claimed their Google My Business account by going to Google, if you don't know what I'm talking about, then <clears throat> pull up your name. Actually, you could just go to Google and say, Google my business, and it'll take you right to the page where you can enter your phone number and it will identify your business. And if your business has not been claimed, then you need to do that. You need to uh, uh, claim your business and then take uh, take responsibility for it. Take, uh, go, uh, not I'm sorry, not just take responsibility, but you need to put your hours, make a connection to your website, upload photographs of your people or of, uh, of jobs, beautiful pools, whatever you want. Uh, I happen to be showing one here. So here's Sutherland Pools on the right. And you got all these great photos <clears throat> that you can see. And here's a guy out of Alabama, excuse me, Atlanta, Georgia. And the only photo that's showing up is the back of his building from Google streets. And you see all, it's all kinds of junk back there. It's like, okay, yeah, he wasn't paying attention. It's like, oh, you need to pay attention to this stuff. So, and besides, if you, uh, if you ever get a negative review or anything like that, uh, this will notify you. And this is also where you can reply to those uh, negative reviews or to any review, actually. It's where uh, once you log in, you can manage your reviews from there. So again, you got to claim your listing, add your company description, hours of operation, photos, videos. You can also upload videos uh, and you can't upload reviews, but this is where you would send people. <clears throat> well, mm -hmm. is that, you just send them to your Google listing and then from Google My Business, you can manage your reviews from there. Okay. Now, house is a place where basically it's homeowners who are looking to do home improvement, right? It's, it's, it's kind of an interesting social media. So we know they're homeowners and they're, they may be wanting to do a patio or refurb their pool or something. If you're a maintenance only company, I would say don't waste your time with house. If you are doing renovations, this is a great place to show before and after, before and after, and describe a little bit about what you did <clears throat> because, uh, because house has, unlike a lot of social media, has a local feature. You can find a pro, find a local pro. Um, you can advertise there too. I've seen mixed results. I've seen good results with advertising and then sometimes not so good. It varies, but it's, uh, it's possible. It's totally free, just like everything else we've talked about. Signing up for these guys are all free. Post, post only your best stuff. This house, we don't want to flood a thousand photos. We just want really nice before and after photos. And, and in fact, back to Dave's point, if you just did a startup of a brand new pool, well, yeah, you could post that one too. You know, and say, oh, we just, here's another great pool from ABC Pools. We just started this up and they got to start swimming on, on Sunday, whatever. Um, and you may get questions from people who are not even remotely possible to be your customer. You may be in California and they're in New Jersey and they want to know what kind of pavers you used. Well, be nice and tell them what kind of pavers you use because everyone else is watching. So you need to demonstrate. It's like the dinner party. They may not be in the conversation, but they're watching how you react. So be a nice person, okay? 
Advertising, as I say, is optional. YouTube, Dave, you said this was your go-to, or maybe Michelle, maybe both of you, both of you kind of got real excited when you saw this because <clears throat> you wanted to watch cat videos, right? I could see it in your eyes. Uh, what, uh, Dave, what was it about YouTube that you were, you were saying it was your go-to? Well, this, this is where we post our podcasts that have visual aids, like, oh, like this one will be on YouTube. Right. Um, it's a great place to um, do little uh, how-to videos or, you know, yep. take videos detailing things about pools and, and showing people. It's a way to help people as well as sort of subtly showing people what your experience level is and what you know. Yeah, or, or just the fact that you do know what the heck you're talking about. Yeah. Agreed. Absolutely right. Now, my admonition is if you have videos and or if you're gonna create videos, just like Dave said, uh, great, create a channel, post the videos. You can also repost those videos on your website and or mm -hmm. Facebook or anywhere else. If uh, if they're appropriate, um, if if it and if it's a good instructional video, heck yeah, put it on your website as well as on YouTube. Um, if you don't have videos, then don't worry about it. Okay, so if someone's saying, "Man, you got to get on YouTube," well, I don't have any videos. Well, you got to make some. No, you don't. You don't have to. I mean, yeah. If if you're into that, great, do it. If you if you like making those kind of videos, go. Or someone on your team wants to do it, great. But if none of you are into it, don't force it. It's not necessary. Just, you know, it's, it, you will survive without being on YouTube. Moving on to Angie's list. <clears throat> this, uh, I, are you familiar with Angie's list, Michelle? You theoretically, oh, yeah. you, okay. I was going to say you from are way in the past. Go ahead, Dave. From, from a long time ago. Right. Uh, in fact, I don't know if they merged with service magic or something, something interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> I thought so. Um, so again, Angie's List is free. It's basically, it's a blue collar services directory that uh, when it was originally created, it was more or less, I described it as for rich housewives that, that uh, you know, their husband is the, the president of the bank and their job is to take care of the 10,000 square foot mansion that they live in. And so they don't want to get their fingers dirty with the yellow pages. So Angie's list is a very exclude more ex I say very it's more exclusive you know uh, I say rare because in the yellow pages which is a funny anachronistic thing to bring to talk <laughs> about the yellow page but you know if you go to regular directory uh, you're going to see everyone every freaking body and you got to sift through a thousand people or at least a hundred listings very difficult to find someone on Angie's list it tends to be a much shorter list because it's only going to be people that have been recommended by other members of Angie's List. Okay, so uh, if you if you, so, it's rare air. You want to be on that short list. So, what you want to do is register for free and upload some photos and videos. And then the most important thing is you've got to find one or more customers who are members of Angie's List and get them to say something nice about you. If you've got two good reviews from Angie's members, you're in great shape. You're likely to get all the phone calls you can handle. If you have one negative review, forget it, it's over. Okay, this is not a numbers game. Well, I've got 50 positive and five negative. No, no, it's one, two good ones, 
is great. One bad one, you're it's over. No one's going to use you if, if you got a negative review because because you you hurt someone in the club. Advertising is optional. Instagram, it is free. It is popular. Um, you, I would absolutely use Instagram to feed to Facebook. Um, the problem with Instagram is it's limited. The only people who are going to see it is your uh, whoever's following you. And if you're a pool service company, well, you know what? Unless you've found a poisonous snake or saved a squirrel, there's not a whole lot of interesting photos. So you really, I mean, if you want to do it, go ahead because it won't hurt you. But if don't feel compelled to. I am hereby giving you permission to never ever use Instagram for business if you don't want to. It's not, it's not going to make any difference for your business. Do it for fun, not for business. Pinterest is kind of the same way. It's totally free. <clears throat> you can promote your work and your website and your search rankings. It can help those things a little bit. So again, if you've got a lot of time to kill and you like to do all the pin it stuff, um, you can do that, but it's, it's not going to move the needle much. And, and part of the problem is, uh, unlike Howes, on Pinterest, there's nothing local about Pinterest. So <clears throat> people may discover you. The chances of a local person discovering you in, on Pinterest is like one in 10,000. Okay, so it's, it's like, don't do it because you think you're going to get business. Just do it because you're bored and you like uh, and you like, it. you know, <clears throat> LinkedIn. Uh, I'll bet both of you are active on LinkedIn. Yes. Yes. So yeah, somewhat. OK. And, and you can or cannot. It's totally up to you. Here's the deal with LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a business to business social media. It's a great place if you want to find some employees, if, you, if you're looking for a job, if you want to connect with other business people. It's great for that. It is not a place to sell pools or pool service, okay? Because let me ask you, have you, when's the, what, and I remember, I remember hearing a marketing person say, boy, and you got to get, you got to get on LinkedIn because people are going to go look at your profile on LinkedIn. I'm thinking, have you ever hired an automotive repairman or a HVAC guy or a roofing contractor or a pool service company or anybody else and thought, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not going to hire this person until I check out their LinkedIn profile. Have you <laughs> ever in your life? I've done it for other things, but yes, I do actually go look at people's profiles on LinkedIn to kind of introduce myself to them, but I don't think it's weird if a pool service guy isn't on there. I kind of give them a break because I realize it's probably not the best you know, it's not something that's that as important to them. And let me ask you, Michelle, are you looking on LinkedIn for that person for business purposes or because you're thinking about hiring them? Both. You know, okay. Both. Because I don't yep. know anyone. You, you'll be the first person I've ever met that would look on LinkedIn for uh, a residential service. So. Oh, no, not residential service. No, no. Okay. Business people, meaning other people I may do business with. Right. Um, yes, yes, that's yes. Right. Business to business for sure, right. not residential. Right. And that's why I'm saying yeah. if you're trying to grow your business, LinkedIn isn't going to help you unless you're looking for employees. Twitter, one of my favorites. Now, this is probably the perfect example of marketing people giving business owners bad advice, saying, oh, you got to be tweeting. You know, you got to get you got to be tweeting. No, you don't. So Twitter is perfect for anyone who's famous. If your name is Paris Hilton or Mark Cuban, well, guess what? There's a million people who are interested in whatever you've got to say, whether it was what you had for breakfast or what you're thinking about the presidential election. There are people following you. 
if you're not famous like them, you need not apply. I'm showing, <laughs> so Michelle's too young. She wouldn't know the Maytag repairman. Dave might be old enough to remember, you know, he was always, oh, yeah. the machines ran so well, he never had any work. But if you're, if you're not, uh, if you don't have a million followers, you're wasting your time. Cause in terms, again, in terms of trying to grow your business, if you're wasting your time, because who's following your tweets? Well, maybe uh, your family, maybe your mom, okay? Maybe uh, your coworkers, uh, maybe your competitors and your suppliers. Do you think your homeowners are following your tweets? Not likely. Well, and more importantly, the homeowners that you hope to win as new business, well, they have no idea who you are. They're not gonna be following your tweets. And I certainly wouldn't make a decision to hire someone by signing up for their tweets. It's just not from a residential service standpoint. Next door, this is the newest kid on the block. It uh, came on strong. It's a wonderful little social media app for talking, communicating with neighbors about neighborhood stuff. <clears throat> it didn't take long before they started saying, hey, can anybody recommend a pool service company out there? And so they said, well, you know what? <laughs> We've got a directory. So now they have a business directory uh, where you can uh, uh, you know, you make yourself available. If you're lucky, the, the neighborhood people will brag about you. That's the ideal. But, um, but as a minimum, uh, you, 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 you should probably look into getting your profile set up on Nextdoor. If I'm a pool service company, I would absolutely go to Nextdoor and get your free profile set up. Look at the advertising options. I have zero data right now to be able to tell you whether or not I think it's going to work. Uh, I think it's got potential, but it's one of those things you'll never know. We'll never know until people start spending money on it. Okay. So, so that it's just, it's that new. It's only come out in the last month or two. Um, now we're looking at a one-star review. Ever heard of that? I'm sure yes, yep. even Michelle never had a one-star review, but you've heard about other people getting one-star reviews. So let's, let's talk about what to do when the crap hits the fan, shall we? That would be great. You know, and, and Brad, I, one of the uh, one of these social media outlets that that I didn't see up there yet is Yelp. Oh yeah, you know, I took Yelp off a while back, and um, and I was kind of struggling with it. I was tempted to bring it back, but because uh, Yelp is a weird animal. I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah, it's a real challenge because it's you know, I mean, I hate to say it, but it's kind of like la la familia the mafia you know it's like uh because so it can really be great if you've got if you got some nice reviews it can you can it can generate a lot of business but as soon as you start getting some phone calls you're going to get a phone as soon as you start getting business from yelp the salespeople, I think there's a trigger, a little red light starts flashing. Rockwell Pools is getting a lot of free business, better sell them a contract. And so yep. then you start getting hounded by the salesperson. That, right. And it's kind of like, hey, uh, Dave, I'll tell you something there, Dave, you got you a really nice looking business here, you know? Sure would be a shame to see something you happen. To see you get a bunch of bad reviews. <laughs> right. Yeah. That, sure you know, that's one thing I, I think where Yelp is lost, losing its own credibility because the only people that really bother to log on and write a review are people who are want to place yes. the vent when they're yes. not happy. And, and that's where, 
um, that's kind of one of the things that prompted us to want to bring you on is, is um, what do we do when we get a bad review? And, and now that I'm seeing these other sites, I'm seeing the, the places where we need to be very careful with that. But it, it's going to happen. You just don't yeah. make everybody happy all the time. And, and so what, you know, what do you do and, and how seriously should you take it? And, and if you take it seriously, how do you handle it? I'll tell you exactly. What, what a setup. Michelle, would you please hand Dave a $20 bill for setting this up perfectly for me? I'll take it. You absolutely uh, must take it seriously. I'll tell you exactly what to do. Uh, on my screen, I was just showing a quick concept. You know, I got 10 thumbs up and then one thumbs down, one big thumbs down. And this represents the concept that 10 attaboys can be wiped out by one all crap, right? That's so it's kind of a ratio of 10 to one for every 10 positive review for every negative review, you need like 10 more good ones to kind of push it down. That's kind of the general ratio. Uh, so somebody figured that out a long time ago. So what you have, that's, so you need as many positive reviews as possible. By the way, uh, I guess another reason I've kind of backed off on Yelp is because I agree with Michelle, people aren't taking it as seriously anymore. Google is the real powerhouse for mm -hmm. reviews because you don't have to go somewhere to go see the reviews. As soon as you do a search on the internet on Google, unless you're one of the rare people using something other than Google, you see the stars instantly. Even if you're looking at the map of figure out how to get there, you see the stars instantly. So that's where it really matters the most. So um, we absolutely need to respond to negative reviews, but I'll talk about that in a second. Another option, well, again, option A is to flood as many positive reviews as possible. Uh, I, there's, a, there's probably a dozen companies out there that you can hire them for a couple hundred bucks a month uh, or more, and they will um, they will proactively help you get more reviews. Some of the ones I've had, uh, re I've seen good success. Broadly.com, they they do pretty good. BirdEye, especially in the service industry, I'll elaborate on that in a second. Scipio's pretty good, a little uh, probably the least expensive. Podium is also pretty good. Now, the thing I don't like about Podium is that they think they're better than everybody else when in fact their features really aren't that much different. They say, oh, but wait, we have the ability to text. Well, they all have the ability to text the customers, okay? And uh, generally speaking, almost all of them have that. And uh, well, we have a special algorithm. Well, they've all got special algorithms, right? So Podium is a great product, but I think it's a little overpriced. It, I have not seen them bring any added value beyond what the others are offering. Now, if I'm in the service industry, I think I'm gonna go with BirdEye because uh, be, it, it's a little more hands-on, but I, I had a guy down in Houston, a client of mine that uh, he was struggling. He had about five or 10 reviews and we needed to get him up into a safe zone, like 50 or more. So he signed up with BirdEye. And what he does is every time he finishes a repair, then as soon as he got out to his truck, he took out his phone and opened the BirdEye app and hit boom, because the person is already in the app. And he just he hits send to send a little message. It says, so I understand you just used ABC pool service. Uh, can you tell us what you thought? And, mm -hmm. you know, uh, and it gives them instantly a chance to write a five-star review. And he just walked away. 
he all right so it's never more fresh on their minds so he said he got a very high hit rate he would get to the truck and before he started the truck he would send it and then boom so he he got like 55 five-star reviews inside of a couple of months okay it's like turned the whole situation around now he's in great shape so bird eye is uh is I think it's the easiest use as long as you don't mind doing a little bit of the work yourself. You just got to be proactive with it. You can turn your situation around. The way these work, if you're not familiar with them, in most cases, they'll, they'll send an email to, you have to upload your list of contacts into the database and then uh, it'll send an email it's just hey you know how did it go was it good or was it bad you know how was your service from abc pools and if it's good they say oh glad to hear it um uh, would you mind saying something nice online and then here's a link to our facebook page here's a link to our google page here's a link to uh linkedin i'm joking we've never put a link to linkedin in there uh <laughs> maybe yelp or one of those um the uh so then so then that encourages them to leave the five-star review. If they say, again, when they're choosing good or bad, happy, unhappy, if they say unhappy, then it says, oh, we're really sorry to hear that. Well, please tell us what, uh, what can we do to make that better? We want everybody to be happy, et cetera. You do your instant sucking up to try to recover that person because uh, you want to know about it. If they're not happy, not ready to give you a five-star review. You'd really like to know why, right? So- Perfect. So that's all of them basically work that way. Negative reviews. You absolutely need to respond to negative reviews. Now, I have one exception to that, which is, um, <clears throat> and I'm going to go off on a tangent for a second first, because what I'm finding, I'm wondering how many of your listeners are running into this, where in the year 2020, people are getting so many phone calls that it's taking days or weeks to be able to respond back to all their inquiries. Hey, I need my pool cleaned. And, you're, and you've got 87 people in front of that person that you already have to respond to. And so people are getting one-star reviews because people are saying, all these people have horrible customer service. I called and it was a week and a half. Well, you, nobody ever called me back and blah, blah, blah. Even though the website probably said, hey, we due to overwhelming demand, we are completely backlog where it's taking us a minimum of three weeks to respond to any calls. They ignore it. They leave a one-star review. It's very annoying. Um, so, uh, and I was thinking there was, there was one client who got a negative review for basically the same reason. And, but this was about a new pool. And so we thought, you know what, before we just, uh, before we just kind of justify ourselves or, or do the do the response, I said, let's try to win this guy back. Now it's still in the works. I don't have a happy answer yet, but uh, the guy really wanted to buy a new pool for like a hundred thousand dollars. So, and he said, nobody called him back. It turns out he wasn't quite right as usual, but uh, I said, let's communicate one-on-one -on -one privately with this person to see if we can win him back because the best outcome here is to sell him a new pool. Because if you sell him a new pool, then certainly he's going to change his review, okay? Or you certainly have an opportunity. So anyway, if you have a negative review, the worst thing you can do is ignore it. So again, except in that rare circumstance where you're going to try to recover it. In fact, you know what? Let me reinforce that differently. Whoops. I'm sorry. I, uh, I jumped ahead. So let me go back to this. Let's focus on this whole negative review thing. Um, the uh, couple of crucial rules. You do need to respond. Again, let me back up. The first thing you ought to try to do is resolve it offline. 
As soon as you see the negative review, call that person. Hey, I saw the review. I'm really sorry to hear that. Boy, you know what? We want everyone to feel like they got five-star service. Can you please tell me where we dropped the ball? What did we do wrong? And be ready to fall on your sword, okay? Because people, when people are angry, you know, they want to vent. They say, oh, you jerks. You don't listen to me. I called your office, and she was real short with me, and blah, 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 and they're all angry. So um, there's... there's uh, Three magic words. I talk about this when I teach customer service, customer satisfaction. But um, so I'll tell you this, the sec three secret words. Yes, you're right. Hey, my pool is dirty and this happened and that happened. Now, maybe 90% of what they said is totally false. But the correct answer is yes, you're right. If that really happened to you, that's horrible. You should not have to deal with that. In fact, I teach in this course that you, five different ways you need to say yes you're right five different ways and this by the way applies to any argument if you're in a marriage and you're arguing um well you know i guess the corollary is yes dear <laughs> but uh it's uh yes you're right five you know you're absolutely right that's number one uh, shouldn't have happened um we i agree with you this is totally wrong um that you know we it was had, we must have made some kind of horrible mistake and i'm just I'm ashamed that you had to go through this. You know, I keep saying over and over and over again that I hear you, you are right. Because after about the fifth time that I tell you, you are right, they're like, okay, 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 good. You got it. You heard me. Great. And now both of you, now you've defused the anger. They don't feel like they've got to beat you up to get you to listen to them. You've proven that you're listening to them. Now, how can we solve this? And then you look for a solution. Now, I know uh, a lot of pool uh, companies who will go out of their way to throw extra money at it to, because, uh, to turn a one-star review into a five-star review. That's a business strategy. Whether you want to do that or not, that's up to you. I, you know, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. But you know, if you, it's nice to have a whole bunch of five-star reviews. I would say that... The, it's worth a try maybe because maybe you can do it without having to throw any money at it but uh but, but i would ex i would absolutely explore that first that's the best way to get up and get rid of a negative review is have a one-on-one -on -one conversation probably should be the owner of the company uh if you have more than one person in your company it, it just feels better if i get a phone call because maybe joe's been working on my pool forever and i get a call from dave this is Hi, Dave. Uh, uh, hi, Brett. My name's Dave. I, uh, I'm the owner of ABC Pools. My, my guy, uh, Joe, has been working for you for a couple of years. I saw your review. I'm really sorry to hear that uh, things aren't working out. Can you tell me more about it? Because you know what? I want everybody to have a five-star experience, blah, blah, blah. It, when it comes from Dave, I have a thought, oh, okay. This is not some employee trying to justify what he did, right or wrong. This is the owner of the company calling me because obviously he cares about me and of course his reputation it just it resets me i have a different as a as another business owner i'm thinking okay well let me hear this guy out uh, you know uh, they went straight to the top and had the owner of the company call me all right i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna give you a chance you got a much better chance if you if the owner calls next it's got to be non-emotional now, I know that's the tough one, especially because if you don't, if you can't work it out uh, over the phone, then, and it's going to stay, then you have to at least respond to it. And 
absolutely have to have zero emotion. It's got to be uh, as short as possible, as factual as possible, because here's what's going on. You've got uh, two conversations going on. Well, there's, there's a conversation going on between two people. One guy says, this company sucks. And then there's you. And then there's a thousand other people all looking, reading, saying, ooh, this guy says they suck. I wonder what they're going to say. So you are, you are responding not to win over that person. You are responding to win over the thousand people in the audience who are looking. Okay. So you, you probably need to, if, if you did something wrong, you got to say you were absolutely right. Uh, this was totally wrong. And in fact, that's why we fired Joe. We had to let him go. We discovered that he had done this in several locations. We have zero tolerance for that. He's out of here and uh, we've, we've replaced you. So, cause if I'm reading that, I'm going, oh, wow, you fired the guy, uh, you know, and, and you told me that you care about, you respect, you said, yes, you're right. Okay. Then I'm a, that for me is a thumbs up. That one-star review is now a thumbs up in my mind. Like, okay. Wow. They responded exactly the way I would hope they'd respond if it happened to me. Um, now, what about when it's bogus? So then that oh, it's a little dicey. You got to be a little careful or when they're lying. You know, because uh, if it's let's go to the other extreme, if it's completely bogus, like it's an ex employee or or maybe a competitor, then then we have to, again, very professional. Say, um, say, we're not, I'm sorry, we're not sure who you are. As far as our records show that we've never serviced your pool, please right. contact our office. We'll be happy to take care of it. Boom, that's it. If, if, if you are a customer, please contact our office. We'll be happy to fix this. Something, boom. Because then if I read it, I'll go, oh, yeah, okay, this is probably bogus. Because what I failed to point out is, you, you know, when there's a fight going on, usually these negative reviews are pretty, not usually, sometimes they're pretty crazy. Like, oh, my God, they, they took our baby and they threw him over the fence. They kicked our dog. <laughs> they smashed my windshield. You know, there's like, okay. So, we want to we want to look like the calm, cool, collected, intelligent person, and everybody goes, "Okay, obviously that's the wacko." Okay, <laughs> not not the business owner, because we all know there's some wackos out there. So that's kind of the goal. Um, if it's somewhere in between, again, what you don't want to do is you don't want to start a dialogue online, right? You just want to say enough to to appease everyone else who's mm -hmm. watching best solution is to try to resolve it over the phone or face-to-face. -face. If over the phone doesn't work, I would absolutely drive out there to meet with a person. And I, and I would tell them, I would tell them how much I care. I mean, this is very important to me. If yep. you're not happy, I mean, I, I lose sleep at night when my clients aren't happy. And so, yeah. sir, if you could, I'll meet you after work, whatever time, I would love to come out. I want you to show me what they did because I will absolutely take corrective action. There is no way... I want to run a company that behaves this way, that makes you feel the way you feel. That I feel horrible about this. I want to fix it, right? That kind of an attitude will tend to at yes. least- They're looking for a confrontation. So the last thing you want to do is give them one. Right, right. And well, it's been and bad that, customer service experiences that put them in that mindset, you know, right. being on those bad calls and stuff online. That's what you don't want to do is give them a confrontation because that's what they want. You're exactly- and You are the bad guy, you know? You're exactly right. It's it's uh well they they're used to losing. That's why when, yep. when they say and you say yes, you're right. They're like, wait, what? what you, <laughs> you mean I don't, have to, me? I don't have to fight? 
what? <laughs> That's why you say it five times. Because then it goes, wow, he really did understand. Great little secret. Yes, you're right. It's hard to. Uh... Oh, and uh, the other part I teach in that class is what we. This is why you want to have the business owner do this because on the, a lot of people want to say, well, yeah, but here's my excuse why I'm not really in trouble. And yeah, but will get you. Uh, yeah, but means the argument is going to continue. Yep. I hear you, but you're still wrong. So we don't want to get into that. I, and I realized we ran kind of long here. I, I, uh, so I don't, there's one last thing I want to mention about social media. It's probably smart, especially if you're having trouble with occasional negative reviews, um, you should think about a monitoring service. Now, not everybody needs to do this. And in fact, uh, with some of these services like BirdEye and Broadly and Podium, the, the, the service, the monitoring service is built in, all right? So they'll notify you whenever they pick up, they'll, they'll be monitoring for a negative review or a positive review, and they'll let you know so you can respond quickly. So that's smart. Uh, do you need one by itself? Hootsuite is a pretty good one for managing that kind of stuff. But uh, if you if you don't have a lot of five-star reviews, I would say sign up for BirdEye or one of these similar ones and and get your get more five-star reviews and use their monitoring service. Once you Once you're up where you need to be, then you can back off on that. So that's really what I wanted to cover. And I see I did take a full hour uh, or darn close to it. Uh, yeah. Am I in trouble for going over? Not at all. No, as we, uh, we can actually break this up into two segments if we have to. Okay. But, but this was really good stuff. I we appreciate it very much. Absolutely. I, any uh, questions uh, for me? So uh, just to, to revisit, um, if you get an anonymous or somewhat a review that you suspect is fraudulent. Yep. Uh, I think you mentioned it's like you saw, you see the name and it's like, well, I never worked for some, that person is not on our customer list. Mm -hmm. We made a charge, a, 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 a claim that we did something that we just don't do that. Right. Um, how, what's the best way to, to tackle that one? Right. So, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I, here's another little trick. The concept is that people tell the truth with specifics and they lie with generalities. Okay. So we want to get as in our response, we want to get extremely specific. We want to look at every word they said and find out, find something in there that, that says, oh, well, that's, that's impossible. You know, for example, uh, for one example is um, all of our vehicles have tracking have, uh, you know, because I, well, this jerk in his truck, he ran me off. I was over at such and such at this location. And I said, well, uh, all of our vehicles have GPS tracking. And I show, and our records show that none of our trucks were anywhere near that location uh, on that day. So not sure, maybe, maybe you have us confused with someone else. And that's kind of all you got to say. So it, but each one, there is no blanket answer. The key is you got to look for something they said and then come back with some kind of evidence. Because if you because if you say, well, we don't do that. Well, that's a little vague. Uh, you know, you could be lying. Well, uh, but if uh, but if if I over explained it, if I said, well, look, you know, uh, uh, we have been using the uh, uh, NPC. Is that what it is? The guys, uh, the. National yeah. Council. Yep. Yeah. We've been using NPC 
startup process uh, ever since this company was founded. We, we believe strongly because they're the best of the best. They figured out what's the best. By the way, I know that that's not necessarily true. And that half of the world says, no, that's a bad startup. Do the other startup. But anyway, you could, you could use something very specific. We use the such and such started the calls for this. So they, uh, they have a certification process. And, and if you've gone through that class, you can say, I am NPC certified to start up pools. That's right. In fact, I would say as an NPC certified technician, I know there's only one way we start up a pool. We, it involves this and then, you know, this amount of this and then this amount of this and then this amount of this. That's the only way we do it. So what you're describing doesn't sound right. And uh, all right. So that's, again, throw as much facts on it. We don't, mm. don't want to go too long, but don't be so short that it sounds like you're just fibbing back. Um, the other uh uh, the other thing is, um, if it's just sounds ridiculous, then I've certainly written responses that said, uh, we're not sure who this person is. We think this is a competitor. And that's it. That's all we say. Because again, if someone's reading that, they go, oh, well, yeah, yeah it does sound kind of kind of hokey. Because again, they're, the, the thousand people are just trying to figure out, okay, who do I believe? Well, if that guy sounds crazy, this person... We've never heard of this person. We don't know who they are. Um, we think it's a competitor because I've definitely seen stuff that looks like it was written by a competitor because it just sounded crazy. Yeah. And I don't know that I've ever had anyone come back and say, oh, yes, I was. Well, good. Prove it. <laughs> Call us. You know, anyway, so that's uh, that's that's how you deal with that. You must reply because, by the way, the reason it's a bad idea to ignore them is because people think you don't care yeah or that you're not you're not responding because you you are at fault or whatever right. yeah you're yeah. accepting either, guilt either guilty or stupid or both <laughs> so we want to dispel both of those theories <laughs> so do. i mean i was going to ask you brett if, they, if you if you say that what number what uh, one and only one social media platform do you think service companies should use if you only have if you only have time to focus really well on one what would be your recommendation for service companies no question about it. It is absolutely Google. Google okay. is absolutely powerhouse because everything you do on Google uh, makes Google happy. It all it so even if it doesn't change your image, which it probably will, because that's where the most people go, the most people see it, uh, has the most influence, is it's the most powerful. But uh, all that activity also improves your rankings compared yes. to the other guy who's not doing anything there. The other so having your Google My Business um, um, profile up there and make sure that it's right and good, yes. number one, and then getting your customers to go out there. They're going to do it anyway, probably. But like you said, if you can recommend that they go out there and give them a link to yep. your, you know, your page or whatever and ask that they write a review for you, that, that'd be the way to do it. Yep. That's a fact. Okay. By the way, I wrote a letter some years ago, uh, put it on my website. And if you'd like, I'll give you a link later. You can, you can add it to the the, this YouTube posting, if you want, I'll give you a link to a generic letter I wrote that uh, oh, great. give to your customers and say, hey, we really appreciate what you said about this the other day. Would you mind putting that on our website? Here's a link to, not our website, excuse me. Yeah. Writing that online. And you give them a link to your YouTube page, you give them a link to your Facebook page and whatever else you want. So I'll give you that link afterwards so you can share it. With That'd be great. And if they want some additional services, like you were saying, you know, maybe SEO optimization or, or how do you get more people to your website through organic search? 
Right. If they need an expert in that area, Brett, what is your recommendation? Well, you got to call me. That's what I specialize in. <laughs> I mean, and don't get me wrong. Maybe yeah. they don't need to hire me, but I, I've been studying this industry for so long. You can, you being a, if you're a business owner in the pool industry, you can come to me with any challenge and I'll share with you what we've learned over the years, what worked. And I may tell you, you know what, you need to hire that guy over there, or maybe that gal over there, or maybe you don't need to do anything, but, uh, or maybe, you know, you'll want to hire me, but it all depends. It's, uh, yeah. uh, people can have a conversation with me for free. So That's I right. guess the secret is I should tell you my website, huh? That'd be great. Uh, yes, please do. Pretty easy. It's poolbuildermarketing.com. Poolbuildermarketing.com. Now, again, I know pool builder, it, it's in the name, but we do work with everybody in the pool industry. We just happen to brand on pool builders. So. Yeah, which makes That's sense. Our... And your website, I mean, uh, your email, excuse me, your email and your phone number are probably all on there too. So if they want to call you or send yep. you an email or whatever, they can do that from your website. As a, yes, absolutely right. And in fact, you can even go to the contact us and schedule an appointment. And you oh, can fantastic. free 30 minute appointment with me. And that puts it on my calendar, which means I can't get out of it. I live by my calendar. So if it's there, I have to be there. So you can get me for free for 30 minutes. I just, <laughs> I love it. We yeah. got you free for an hour and we really appreciate it. I know, right? <laughs> we didn't even have to go do that. All right. Now, I can't tell you how valuable this is, Brett, because people, yeah, I think this is the area where a lot of folks struggle. So this is really valuable information. We really, truly appreciate you being on today. My pleasure. It's a joy talking to both of you, and maybe we'll find another topic to cover at some point in the future. That we will be fantastic. That. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. A new voice in the industry, a resource for all, education for you. This is Pool Pro Podcast. Build relationships and share important news as we get ready for our next backyard adventure. Pool Pro Podcast. Backyard adventures are better together. Please take a moment to share, like, and review our content with all of those that would be interested.